David Watts on Mix 93.8. Mix 93.8 Legendary Radio it is on a Monday as we do each and every Monday. This time it is what's involved. Welcome to it. Uh, I'm David Watts, my guest uh, in studio tonight. We're going to do this uh, every first Monday of the month now is... uh, Change agent. I've decided that's your new name today. I'll, that's I'll what, just that's go with it. That's what I'll I'm going to call you today. It's Leon <laughs> Fury, um, speaker, trainer, author, success strategist. There we go. That's it. Tonight's topic that we're going to talk about is uh, personal and team. Uh, performance, and we're also going to talk communication tonight. So I think, seeing as though communication is part of my passion, yes. uh, let's let's start off with some communication ideas and thoughts because you get different kinds of communication. You get your internal and, and external. But before we go there, yes. quite interesting what you said about your crappy day. Yes. And you spoke about the song, um, I Don't Like Mondays. Yes. There's actually stats that show the highest rate of heart attacks happen uh-huh. on a Monday because people are so unhappy about going to work. And if you think about it, how many people do you see on their, on their WhatsApps and social media and stuff? They go... Oh, it's, it's what, hump day on a Wednesday. Yes, it's over the hump. two more days or three more days till the weekend. Yeah. And I'm thinking, so out of seven days, the only thing we live for yes. is two days of the weekend. And halfway through Sunday, we actually start stressing about Monday. And as I said, that's the highest rate of heart attacks on a Monday morning because people are like scared. There's nothing heart. worse than that <laughs> Sunday afternoon realization that Mondays work, except I don't generally have that problem, okay? I love what I do. I love going to work, hence me getting there at 5 o'clock in the morning. So my intention this morning was, was to have a good day, and then the universe conspired against me. At least that's my story, and I'm sticking yes. to it. So, um, so I want to change that story a little bit. But let's, let's talk about changing the story, because it's one of the things that I always tell people about, and I talk about changing state, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, so tell me about it, because my day just seemed to snowball and get worse and worse. And it started out with me not being able to search my emails on my Mac, because for some reason, Mac mail just went, forget it, bud. And today was the day I needed to find mails. And when you've got sort of almost 8,000 mails, um, and I clean my email box quite uh, regularly, so it's 8,000 mails that mean something somewhere along the line. So that, and then it just went yeah. pear-shaped from there. So tell me about it. So, so let, let's look at the flip side. I had an amazing day. My email server went down mm. most of the morning. I also couldn't get emails, and I had contracts and stuff that needed to go out. Um, and it, it comes back to... We, we talk about communication, internal, external. And this is your internal communication. Okay. A, lot, a lot of people will hear, somebody will say to them, you know what, you know, all these motivational speakers tell you, your, your thinking creates your reality. What you think, you attract, and it becomes reality. And then people go, oh, no, you know what, that's just a whole lot of... Um, hogwash. Hogwash, let's use that word, yes. <laughs> so, and I actually have a way to show people how your thinking actually determines your mood and, and, and your day. Now, and, and what I want to try and th- uh, prove through this as well is your thinking impacts your body and your body impacts your thinking. So they, they work together. Mm. So what there I, is, what I there would, is no separation. Yeah. yeah. So what I would like the listeners to do. As long and, as you, if you're driving, think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> play along, but just don't do the eyes closed part. Okay. Yeah, please, if you're driving, do not close your eyes for this one. <laughs> <laughs> but if, if you're in a quiet space, you're sitting listening to us and, and there's, you've got the opportunity, what I want you to do is just get a bit quiet, sit down and close your eyes. 
And what I want you to do now is I want you to go back in time and think of an event or something in your life that happened where you either got really hurt, where somebody hurt you, or something really, really bad happened to you. Mm. Okay, I'm there. Okay, and I want you to go back to that exact point. Almost like you're standing outside of yourself, looking at you. Were you standing? Were you sitting? Were you lying down? What was happening? Okay. Um, what was the emotion on your face? Were you crying? Was it a sad face? What did your body look like? Now I want you to go into that feeling. How did it feel? Was your body aching? Were you hurting? Did you lose somebody? Did somebody say, say something about you that wasn't true? How did you feel? Mm -hmm. Now I want you to open your eyes. And I want you to tell me what you feel like. Oh, I feel like absolute crap right now. Exactly. And I didn't change anything. I used words and I, I... So what is thinking? Thinking is images that you see in your mind. Yes. So I changed the images that was basically your thinking in your mind at the moment. That changed your mood. Most of you will feel that you're slumping down or... Shoulders, that, I could see shoulders with you are sitting, hanging. Your yes, shoulders, shoulders were hanging, your hanging, head went head down. Went down. Okay, but now, now all you've done is you've just gotten a whole bunch of people more Unhappy. depressed. Well, and, I, but I needed to prove a point, but now I'll lift them up. What is, okay, so give, us, up. give us the flip side. I know what I would do in terms of, of the, the NLP side of it. Yes. Um, when we talk about st uh, state changes, swish patterns, um, what you were doing there, I would also do something similar in terms of timelines. Yes. We call it timeline therapy. Um, but but let's, let's go through it with you now. Okay, so. so it's, it's basically the same exercise, mm -hmm. but I focus something different now i know with nlp you can go back to this memory yes. and then you can make it black and white and you can make it smaller and it moves away or everything make it still if it was moving yes et cetera, take et away the sound from it right. so, so that's the approach you can use in, in, in nlp mm. what i want to do now is i just want to do a quick state change so for those of you if, if you can again sit somewhere where it's quiet do exactly what i what we did now but close your eyes and what i want you to do is go back to a time that you were exceptionally, exceptionally happy. Something absolutely amazing happened to you. You felt like you owned the world. I like to call it, when I do this kind of thing, I like to, I like to call it a fig jam moment, mm. which stands for, Philip, I'm good. Just ask me. Okay. So go back to one of those fig jam moments. And I want you again to see yourself in that moment. Be an, be an outside person looking at yourself. And what did you look like? What did your face look like? Did you have a smile on your face? Were you jumping up and down? Were you going like arms all over the place and shouting and yes, and those, those Do, fist doing, bumps. Doing and, the dance, yes. the happy dance, yes. And, and how did you feel? And what were you thinking about? Ooh. Now I want you to step into that feeling, almost like you're walking forward and stepping into your body at that time. And step into it and feel how amazing you felt at that time. And that's at a peak. That's what we call a peak state. So when you felt yes. like that, yes, I can yes. do it. And this explains, though, when you talk about things like this, this explains why, um, if you remember the, the, the cricketer, Alan Donald. Yes. Every time he took a wicket, he used to sort of arms out With and he used to run. A, yes. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's what you call that's it an, an NLP. An anchor. They call it an anchoring. Yes. So the same thing with that. And I think this is something important we can do. 
to start changing our lives. So every time, because what we really bad at as human beings, we don't celebrate small wins. We, we wait for, as an example, so I would get a, a company that, that asks me, would I go do an hour talk for them at five of their um, locations throughout South Africa? Mm-hmm. Even though they haven't accepted the quote or anything, for me, that's a win. So I, I've got this, yes, this, 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 it's, it's like a reverse fist pump that I pull into yeah. my side. Mm-hmm. Every time I have a small win or something good happens, I do that. That becomes my anchor. So even if I've got a crappy day, I just go, yes. And that brings up those emotions mm, again. Because you change your physiology. But yes. So it's, it's, and it changes your brain yeah. chemistry. It's yeah. the same. You do sales training. So yeah. when I do sales training for companies, well, we don't, we don't call it sales training anymore. We call it sales strategy sessions that we do. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's, it's way more than just training. Yeah. Um, and w- what I teach them is if you get up and you walk up, let's say you have to do a cold call. You do the Superman stand. Yeah. By changing your body, your physiology, mm. you change your mind, your emotions. Mm. And immediately, you, you, you just it's, it's like you step into that power of being a superhero and you pick up that phone. So it's small changes on the physiology and by using anchoring mm. that we apply. And it's, it's a fantastic, fantastic process. We're going to get into something because you and I were kicking it around an idea earlier on, which we're going to get into in just a little bit. Um, but before we do that, uh, we're still going to be talking um, performance-based and, yes. and performances now, personal performance, team performance. We're going to be talking about that. Because we're so passionate about this field of human potential and self-development, we do tend to wonder a bit. So don't worry, we'll get there eventually. David Watts on Mix 93.8. My guest in studio, Leon Free. Um, what are you again? Tell Just me. Success strategist. Success. That's the easiest. Yeah. We're going to write it here in big letters. Success strategist. So, somebody says it takes great courage to wrestle. To wrestle. Have another drink, David. It takes great courage to wrestle against such emotions so ingrained and deep-rooted. Uh, so, Seamus uh, appreciates that. Somebody else said, uh, gave us a whole uh, little story about Charlie Chaplin. It's really which good, was, yeah. was wonderful. When he told the joke to people and they laughed, he told it again. And uh, then he told it a third time and nobody laughed. And uh, he, said to, he said to the people, when you can't laugh at the same joke again and again, then why do you cry again and again about the same worry? So yes. there we go. Well done, Charlie. Yeah. Mm. And then, this is, this is an interesting one because, you, okay, you and I both do sales training. You call it something else. I call it something else. I call it persuasive communication now yes. or persuasive selling. Uh, you call it sales strategies, but uh, somebody just said to us, where is it? Nick just said, is it legal for sales reps to study psychology? I wouldn't say just, not, not only is it legal, I would have said it's almost mandatory. I would, yeah, it's, we use technology for everything else. And if you look at the landscape, it's, 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 I don't want to use the word difficult, but it's becoming more of a challenge to connect with people and to able to sell. And um, because of social media, and I read something the other day about how many ads we see by the time we leave home and we get to work. So people quickly start to disconnect. So we need to find ways to quickly build a connection with people. Mm. So by, And I won't just call it psychology. I mean, there's techniques about you can look at, and, and I do this in, when, when I help companies, you can look at the way somebody walk, the way they sit in a chair, their speech pattern, and the type and color of clothes that they wear, and I can tell you their personality, and then I can change my look mm. very quickly. 
so that they kind of feel a subconscious connection. Yeah. And these days you have to start using stuff like that. It, it's not being... I don't think it's not subversive. It's not subversive at all because, and, and it's exactly because of that, because of limited attention spans yes. and because people don't connect anymore. Yeah. Um, it's to be able to do this, to gain this rapport with somebody yes. and to build a level of trust. And I've had this discussion because we do a lot of this kind of things with, with different groups. As I said, recently been working with one of the bigger banks and they asked me exactly that. They go, but now aren't you conning somebody by doing this? The truth of the matter is, is when you get into that rapport, you you can't lie or be dishonest, okay? Yes. Because then you've got that feeling, there's that going backwards and forwards, and, and then there's that, ca- and I've always said this, before I studied any of this stuff, people buy from people they like. It's that simple. And people they trust. And people they yeah. trust. So now what we're doing with what you do, what I do, is we, we're building that trust and that rapport just a lot more quickly using technology. And and we make no doubt about it. I mean, there's a lot of things you'll get, um, particularly like the, the persuasive communication or like I do, I study the, the Ericksonian hypnotherapy as well. And and people like, oh, no, you're going to do this and that and the next thing. No, you're not, okay? Because as soon as you try and do anything dodgy, okay, people are wired to connect to each other like yes. that. As soon as you try and do something dodgy, they're going to pick up on it and you're going to get your butt handed it, to you. It will come out. Yeah. For me, it's, it, it just made me thought about that. You know, a lot of people, when they employ salespeople, they say, no, we're looking for somebody that can sell snow to an Eskimo. Mm. And that's not what I want. Because you don't want customers. You want clients. Somebody that will buy from you again and again and again. Yes. If you sell snow to an Eskimo, he will never ever trust you or buy from you mm. again. Yeah. So we use these techniques to help you connect with the people or your clients. But once you have that connection, it is your, the quality of your service that will make or break that deal, not the skills that you use. Absolutely. And, it's, and it is. It's about coming from that place of integrity yes. and becoming what, what people are now looking for in their businesses from salespeople. They're looking for people they can trust, they can rely on. They need – the salesperson's role at the moment is becoming more that of a teacher or a trusted advisor. Yes. And that's the way you build customers for life. Yeah. And I often laugh and joke about it and go, I'm just a lazy salesperson, okay? I'd rather – nurture one client so well that I've got them for life rather than going for this constant hitting a client, hitting you know, in, out, in, out, in, out, always chasing the bucks. I'd rather have a client and we walk a road together. Yes. That's no. my philosophy. Somebody you can trust. Yes. yes. So before we get even more distracted, you talk about performance here and we talk about personal performance. We talk about team performance. I want to just throw something out there before we get into that. The last time you were here, um, you gave away some some one on one on one coaching time. We yes. gave away books, um, the books, etc., etc., etc. What is your book called again? Um, Recognition: Forty Seven Ways to st- Stand Out as an Expert. There we go. So uh, you can uh, check out Leon's website. We'll tell you about that later on. But uh, we were chatting. We thought like last time a couple of people won. We had five people that we gave a book to, mm. and then two of them each got um, free coaching with me. Yes, yeah. and then one in, one in particular got a session with you and me. Yeah, a, a live face-to-face session. Yes, yeah. and uh, shame. <laughs> 
it wasn't it, it wasn't easy and i got it and we're not going to put any names out but i admire her courage to take that yes. step and to do it and she's had to face some pretty difficult uh, uh, bits and pieces but i have to say um over the last little while certainly has blossomed and she seems to be coming more to terms with life she has yeah so yeah. i think that's brilliant and i mean yes. the satisfaction you and i spoke about that the satisfaction you get when you can actually see that something you do can actually help somebody you can ease their pain can yes. can help them live life a little bit better you know what that's just that oh. that is sorry is just this goes back to should you study psychology because yes. you need to study it because you need to be able to connect because people don't know who I am what I am and what I can do for them until I connect with them yes so the the skills is to connect but then the quality of what we do and the change that will happen to them is what comes in mind and no psychology can do that for you and i no. think that's that's the best way almost to answer that question yeah so, so performance-wise, personal yes. performance, we talked about changing your mindset earlier on. Um, when we discuss performance, whether it's your team performance or, or your personal performance, what are we talking about exactly here? And I just forgot to tell people what we we're going to give them. So can I backtrack because I'm excited? You, yes, I, yes. Let's backtrack. Okay. So Leon has, has decided that uh, he is going to make available to you, you do a monthly magazine. So we do a monthly magazine and as it is it is free, but not a lot of people know about it. And as we said last time, we gave away five books and two mm. coaching sessions. Like, well, why don't we give everybody the link to the website? So we bring out a monthly magazine called Leadership Debunked. Um, we cover leadership, entrepreneurship, intrapreneurship, HR, training, innovation, creativity. Um, we speak about poppy and all those different things to, to help inform business people, small business owners, and even employees just around what their rights are and what it means to be a leader, what it means to be an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And we hand that out for free. So if anybody, and as I said, we now, I'm going to give this link and the guys can go have a look. You can um, read the magazine online mm -hmm. or you can download a PDF version of it. You can print it and do with it whatever you want. Um, and it's leadershipdebunked.co.za. As, Le as easy as that. Leadershipdebunked.co.za. When Leon says you can do anything with it, if you yes. are going to share it with anybody, just credit him, okay? And just don't like steal his stuff and say it's yours because that's just not cool. Um, and then... Do you think, do you think there would be an interest amongst our listeners if uh, you and I put together a webinar? And, and I would hope so. I mean, you just gave them the, the lines on how to contact us. Yeah. So I'm keen on that. If you, I mean, why, don't we? why don't we do an hour webinar yeah. where they can join us and we do an hour's worth of, of quality training and we, we, I mean, let the listeners come in. They can tell us what topic would really make the biggest change in their lives right now. And we give them that for an hour for free and okay, see what we that. can change. Because I, I was thinking along the, along the lines of state changes, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. because, I mean, that's one of the most powerful mm -hmm. tools I've learned. Uh, we can do, I do the whole thing with the circle of excellence. Uh, we do the anchoring, so we can do all of that. Yes. It's going to be, you know, a live webinar, so you'll get to see us stand up and sit down and jump around. And there, I'm suddenly getting, I just <laughs> realized what I've just agreed to. And I put my face on camera. How do you get me to do these things? All right, so we're going to do that, okay? Uh, we're going to come back as well. We're going to talk performance, uh, and we're going to talk about uh, personal and team performance. But before we do that, this is what I would, I would like to do at some stage. 
Okay, and I have to say, I have I have a, a girlfriend who's been exceptionally lucky. So she's been at Hochland for the last five days. So every day I get an update of the yoga and the walks and everything, and I'm sitting going. <laughs> but she deserved every single second of it. David Watts on Mix ninety three point eight. So we're back. My guest in studio is success strategist Leon Ferry. Um, the hardest thing we will ever do is think. Uh, what is think? Control our thoughts. Thanks for a great show. So that's true. Well, it's also, it's 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 the easiest thing as well because we sometimes leave our minds in autopilot. Then it becomes hard. Listen, but if you that start, little voice, that little voice in your that head, little devil in there, are. is. I promise you, it's probably one of the most destructive, most pervasive things. And it's been called many things. Uh, it's been called self-talk. It's been called all sorts of things. But these are the, 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 the tapes that we keep replaying in oh. our minds. And we play them over and over again. I mean, today, Blue Monday, uh, you know, for me, and I was like, Bleh! and I, I still posted on Facebook. I thought I'd like gotten past the Blue Monday stage. But as soon as things started to happen, there was still that little part of my brain that popped on when you see you see? Yeah, I told you so. Told you. Yeah. Told you. You're getting ahead of yourself now. What do you think mm. you're doing? You know, this is the universe or whatever, just smacking you down to size. How dare you? And all of it just comes marching out. And it does. it's not something that you're going to cure overnight. With the stuff that we do, we can certainly help you to accelerate the process. But it's, it takes constant vigilance. Yes. You have to do work on your side. It's... I mean, the, the thing is always, what are you willing to give up to get what you want? And sometimes you need to give up some of that TV time or just, you know, lying in bed time mm. just to write down 10 things on a piece of paper three times a day. That's the time you need to give up to get what you want. But, and I mean, we, we said we're going to talk about personal and, and team performance. So let's, let's, I let, let's, let's stop that. moving away from it now yes. and let's get there. So with the, with the team, or let's do personal performance. Um, the thing that, that I think I want to mention around there is, and we spoke about communication. So everything in life is communication. It yes. doesn't matter what you do. The, the, the whole thing is about building relationships, asking somebody out on a date, selling something. It's, it's communication. And All we mentioned it. in the beginning internal and external communication. So here's a good thing. You ask somebody, so what do you want? And I just want to be happy. Okay, but now what does happy mean? Because if you say to me, you want to be happy, and I give you one warm meal a day i make you sleep under a bridge but i give you one warm meal a day will that be good enough people go but no but i said but you said you want to be happy for some people that is having happiness. one warm meal a day sleeping under a bridge is having a great life yeah so our communication is so i don't want to say it's wrong but we we don't really listen to ourselves if somebody would say well i want more money well there's 10 grand now you've got more money goodbye yeah what does it mean to you what is we're not clear Mm. on exactly what we want. But is this not the strangest thing? And you'll find this when we talk about personal performance. We're not clear on what we want, but we are very, very clear on what we don't want. Yes. Yeah. And people, when, and, and you and I have both seen this in action numerous times. You say to somebody, so what do you want? And they'll tell you exactly what they don't want. And then we'll go, hang on. That was not the question. The question yes. is, what do you want? Mm. And again, and it takes a while because people look at you. I mean, the first couple of times when I deal with teams and I talk about this, what do you want thing? They, they kind of look at me like I'm dumb. And they go, well, I'm just, I'm telling you. And you're like, no, you're not telling me. You're telling me what you don't want, okay? And apparently you're getting a lot of that already. So yes. start to, and when that light bulb comes on, you're like, ah, oh, yes, yeah. what do I want? And it's okay to want things. 
Well, an easy way to explain that is, and most people will use the whole thing of don't think about a pink elephant and then woo, everybody thinks about a pink elephant. But let's use a different example. If you think about your children, when they are next to a pool and you don't want them to do a certain thing, what do you shout at them? Do not run next to the pool. Now, if you look at your mind, you don't store words, you store images. Even if I say the word milk, you either store an image that is white Mm. And what your brain will do is it'll take the actual word milk, it'll take the horizontal, the vertical, and the 45-degree angles that create the M, the I, the L, the K. And it will store each one of them separately as an image. Mm -hmm. So if you shout at your child, don't run next to the pool, the image that comes up in their mind is running Running. with water. And what are they going to do? They're going to run next to a pool. So when you ask somebody, so what do you want from life? And exactly what you said, I asked somebody the other day, write down the five things you want from life. And the person wrote down, I don't want people to treat me in an X, Y, Z manner. And I was like, okay. But what you're doing now is you're storing the picture of X, Y, and Z in your mind. Not what you do want, but what you not want, you're storing. Yeah. And, And it's... It's very big when it comes to, to your personal performance as well. Because you're going to, when you, when you help people, you ask them, what is it that you want? And they can tell you exactly what they don't want. You go and speak to a team, what do you want? And they can tell you exactly what in the team is not working. Okay, but what do you want the team to be like when it is yeah. a high-performance team? And they don't know. I've, I've seen this as well time and time, and time again, you know. Um, what do you want from the team? What do you want for the well, I want everybody to do their job. Okay, yeah, yeah. perfect. What does that mean for each single person in that team? Because I don't know what you mean. Mm. Follow the company's principles. Yes. Have you read the? Have you read the the the? the what do they call it? The onboarding is one of the big yes. words these days. The onboarding manual. Just read the manual. Or, or the onboarding videos that yes. they make you watch. Yeah, yes. seen some of those. But <laughs> I mean, the, the the I think the 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 stupidest or the simplest example that I use for people is if you look at your company's um, policy, it might say you work from eight to five. Mm-hmm. Now, for some people, that means I park my car in the basement at eight. Some of them, it means I walk in the front door at eight. Some of it means I'm at my desk ready to start working at eight. For all of them. Company policy says you start work at 8. When I drive through that gate at work, I'm at work at 8, so I'm not late. And that causes huge conflict within a team. And I mean, that's something small. So imagine all the other things that can go wrong in a team. I, I saw it happen today. There's, there's somebody whose who's, uh, job or, or working hours start at 9 a.m., but they got to work at half past 8. They sit in that car, okay, and wait... And then time it and then wander out, wander upstairs, maybe have some coffee, have a chat to a couple of people, all so they can sit down at the desk by nine o'clock and go, I am now at work. And that just, that's so sad. It makes me think, again, what we mentioned earlier about people calling it hump day and living for one and a half days out of seven days every week of their lives. If, if you work says you start at nine and you sit outside in your car and you wait. For me, that's sad to think somebody, and to be honest, I can tell you now that person's there only for the money. There's no other reason why they're doing their job. And they're most yeah. probably exceptionally, exceptionally unhappy because yeah. they, they're not following what it is they should be doing. They most probably, if you tell them, what do you want to do? 
they'll most probably tell you, no, I want to be happy. I want to have a great job. Mm. Well, then, if they don't know what they want themselves, mm. nobody can help but them. But this, this, this reminds me of, of, of something as well. And when we talk about the, the, the performance side and, and asking people what they want. And I think in terms of a team that performs well, it's once they mm. all buy into that vision. Yes. And once they, they're working for a reason. Their reasons may be different as long as they're all hitched to the same wagon. And I'll never forget... Um, my, my dad and I grew up with a, a fairly traumatic childhood. Mm. Um, I may or may not have discussed some of the things, but I mean, essentially, my dad came from very old school stock, uh, was an alcoholic, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, him and my mom were married for plenty of years, um, but never happy. And, yes. and, and he drank and everything. And on his deathbed, he said to me, Son, please promise me one thing. Don't do what I have done. Do not live a life of quiet desperation. And when you think about that, I mean, that's, that happened in those mm. days. That's what you did. You yeah. kind of went to school. Maybe you studied. You got married. You had the 2.4 kids, the house with the white picket fence. And that was never what he wanted to do. Him and my mom would probably have been a whole lot happier if they'd kind of gotten divorced and went their own separate ways. And instead of him having to be this, this, this father figure and provide for this family, which built up so much resentment over the years. Um, and that to me is sad. Don't live a life of quiet desperation. But, I mean, you know, you've also yeah, had similar experiences. Yeah, but what's shocking for me and, and, and scary is a lot of people that, that I speak to will say, well, they're staying in the relationship for the children. And it happened to some people that I know where they would say, you know what, what if my child turns around and blames me for not having a father or mother? Mm. And my question is always, what if your child turns around and blames you for keeping him in a place where the other parent don't love them? Mm. Mm. What is going to be worse? Very often it, you, hear, you hear that kind of thing. And I mean, again, and it, it takes, I think, to do any of this change stuff. And, and even when you go into an organization and you and you you know, you talk about stuff like this with teams, et cetera, et cetera. It takes courage. Nobody said this yes. was going to be easy. I mean, we often joke and we go, Africa's not for sissies. But nobody said it's going to be easy. Remember, and the older you are, the more of this programming that you have that yeah. runs our minds. And it just it carries I, on I, and on. But, you know, it's, it's, it, it takes courage. But let me yeah. tell you, let me tell you, the rewards are so worth it when yeah. you can stop beating yourself up. But it's, it's that... Um, a lot of people think, and I think that's that they, there's a difference between physical hard work mm. and emotional hard work. Yeah. As people, we are exceptionally happy to do physical hard work, but we don't want to do the emotional hard work. And, you know, like my parents, and, and I think a lot of people my age and older and some younger, um, their parents would say, just work hard and you'll get the life you want. Well, if that was true, then every person out there standing next to the road digging holes and working in factories should be millionaires because they are the guys that work really, really hard. They mm. sweat for their labor. Yeah. Hard work physically is not the secret. It's being willing to do the emotional hard work. What do they say? It's that um, easy things and emotional easy things creates a hard life. Doing the emotional hard things will create an easy life. Mm. But it's getting to that. It is, and it's it's amazing. Okay, so a couple of people have, have come in here. The webinar idea seems to to, to to be something people are keen on. I think people are worried to do this thing. I promise you this, it's not a sales pitch. Yes. Because <laughs> no. 
<laughs> so many people have gone, oh, yeah, it's a sales pitch. We've seen it. And I think we've had this experience with a lot of uh, trainers, et cetera, et cetera, that have come over across to this country. And they, they, they put on these massive big events. And you go there and the guy spends five minutes giving you one little pearl of wisdom and then the rest of the 55 odd minutes telling you how sucky your life is going to be unless you buy their course. Yes. We're we're not going to do that, okay? Seriously, we just want you to, you know, I got more than enough to do the rest of my time Mm. (laughs) to to, to still sort of try and put in a whole sales pitch. We want to have some fun. We want to give back. I I think I speak for you as well. Yes. Um, In our lives, we've been incredibly lucky and blessed and, and a lot of it we've made our own luck as well. But to, to have come across this field and to both be as passionate as we are in our respective yeah. fields, I mean, we'd like to give back. And that's what happened to me. And that's why I want to do it. And I, I made a promise to somebody a while ago. And they, they said to me, I said, how can I ever pay you back? One of my greatest mentors, how can I ever pay you back? How can I ever say thank you? He said to me, you don't have to do a thing. Just pay it forward. That's yes. all I ask of you. And, well, it, it's, it's similar to what I'm doing now. So I'm now going out and I'm giving 67 minutes and mm. it, it's it's not just for this month that that it's going to be 67 minutes. It is always 67 minutes because the hour just sounds wrong. And there's this, the number seven is psychological. We can maybe talk about this again mm-hmm. one time about how in pricing and stuff you use seven. But I'm doing 67 minute talks to companies where I will go in. I'll do a free one hour, well, 67 minute, call it an hour, yeah. team strategy session for them. It's not a sales pitch. It's not a marketing pitch. It's not a motivational talk. For 67 minutes, I sit there and I help that team get to grips with each other. And I mean, there's only one way to say it. Yeah. I help them to sort out their, what's that nice word you use? Issues. Their issues. So I help them to do that for 67 minutes. It's for free. And that's just to give back because I'm very passionate about corporate. Uh-huh. And we need this country, all of us for all of us to be successful. Mm. And that is just my little bit that, that I want to help them just just get that first little bit of kickstart of creating a high-performance team that, that, that work towards making the whole country a success. Do what you can with what you have yes. where you are. Yeah. So, again, we've run out of time. Goodness gracious. We, we, we barely got started. <laughs> so, yeah. Listen, Leon is going to be on the first uh, Monday night of every month. I think uh, we've got a lot of stuff that we can chat about. Uh, he is a success strategist. You can uh, get a hold of him. Okay, so so the magazine is, what is the web address? It's there? leadershipdebunked.co.za. Mm-hmm. And then my website is leonfuri.com. Okay. And email address, it's either you can either use info at leonfree.com or Leon F, and the F stands for free at leonfree.com. Some of, some of the people, <laughs> when you start working with them, would call it something else. He's a success yes. strategist, is Leon. Uh, don't ever call him a motivational speaker because that'll just get up his snout. Uh, Big you, time. You can get hold of me as well. Uh, and if you'd, if you'd like to mail either one of us, uh, and uh, if you're interested in joining us on a webinar at some stage, uh, my email address, david at whatsinvolved.com, and it's spelled W-A-T-T-S. People say to me, why do you keep spelling it out? Because do you know how many people, I never thought of this, how many people spell my surname W-H-A-T-S. So it's W-A-T-T-S. So David at whatsinvolved.com. Leon, thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me back again. It's an absolute pleasure being here. David Watts on Mix 93.8.